Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you are listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. This is episode number 329 titled, Five Ways to Be a More Patient Parent. Because patience is a virtue, right? <laughs> the school year is winding down, and for that, I am quite grateful that my family will not be inundated with as many scheduled activities and obligations as during the school year. It does, however, mean that we'll be spending a lot more time together, so quite honestly, we can get on each other's nerves much more easily. Even with our college kids at home, to add to the mix of our eight-kid household, I know from past experience that my temperament can make or break a more relaxed atmosphere, and being patient with all the demands put on me is definitely the key. Today. Mighty Mommy will share five tips on how you can cultivate patience while parenting. Tip number one, know your breaking point. Whether you have one kid or eight like I do, we all have hot buttons, and our children are usually pretty savvy at figuring them out and pushing them, particularly during a stressful time like the cranky period just before dinner, or when we're drowning in a sea of dirty laundry and running late to a sporting event, minus someone's uniform top. Take a few moments alone, yes, without any children in the mix, and do a little self-evaluation of what your triggers and breaking points are throughout the day. Usually, there's a pattern. For me, it's getting out the door on time in the morning. With so many kids in need of getting their own things organized and ready, there's literally not a minute to spare if I need to get anything done for myself. I used to be cranky and harried until I came to grips with the fact that the kids weren't going to change unless I set the tone and pace for our family each day. Once I started getting up 45 minutes earlier than the rest of the family, I had time to take care of my own needs and didn't need to rush around like a headless chicken once the rest of my gang got up. This gift of 45 extra minutes each morning keeps me relaxed and allows me to be much more patient with my family's requests. Tip number two, pretend you have an audience. I usually have a pretty laid-back personality, so when I do get riled up, it's quite noticeable. Although I'm a low-key type of person, 
I still have plenty of moments with my kids where I want to throw my hands up and yell, I surrender! It's easy to overreact when our kids are goofing off, not helping out around the house after they've been asked several times, fighting with each other, or being disrespectful. But if someone you respected, like your child's teacher, your pediatrician, your coworker, or a close friend were to see you lose your cool with your kids, you'd probably be mortified and try to pull it together as quickly as possible. So why not get into the habit, like I have, of pretending you have an audience? You're less likely to overreact with your child if someone's there watching your every move. Tip number three, visualize and meditate. One item I've had on my personal bucket list for many years has been to learn the art of meditating. No matter how many times I tried, however, I just couldn't quite get my mind to quiet down for even a few seconds, never mind a 15-minute stretch. So I began to think it's not going to happen. Then, one day, I was walking my now nine-year-old daughter in the stroller. That was when she was about two years old. And we stopped at the beach to look at the ocean. The water was very calm, with tiny little waves that were breaking against the shore. Each time a wave broke, the water would return to the sea, and a new wave would come in. It was then that I began visualizing that each time a wave broke and went back out to sea, it was taking my stress and worries away with it. It instantly calmed me down and I've been using this tool ever since. I have since taken this technique many steps further and use it to visualize the end result of how I'd like any situation in my life to turn out. For example, one of my sons has ADD and really struggles to get his homework done each night. It's just as much work for me to help him stay on track as it is for him to get the assignments completed. When I walk by the water, I visualize us calmly working on his projects. The difficult parts are being washed out to sea, and his ability to tackle the hard papers are brought back in with the tide. If nothing else, taking deep, cleansing breaths when tension starts to build is a proven way to get you relaxed and invoke a lot more patience into your busy life. Tip number four, take care of your own needs. Parenting is chaotic and busy and often relentless without any time for even a small break. Another important piece to maintaining patience is making sure you're taking care of yourself as well as taking care of everybody else. How many times have you heard others preach about keeping your own tank fuel the fuel so that you'll be better able to care for your family? I know I've heard it so many times. Well, taking time to do things you enjoy activities outside the home, a date night with your partner, or just taking time to relax in a hot bath. This not only recharges your batteries, but it also sets a great example for your kids that self-care is essential and healthy for the entire family. Hey, I enjoy kickboxing as well as gardening, and I've worked these two activities into my weekly schedule for quite some time now. When I nurture myself, I feel refreshed and definitely have more patience to tackle family situations that might otherwise make me irritable. And tip number five, practice patience daily. Patience is definitely something that takes practice. Like any habit, you need to work on it consistently 
so that it becomes a part of your everyday life. Find a mantra for yourself that you can recite when you feel yourself getting edgy. Mine has always been, this too shall pass. Pick one time during the day that you'd like to exert more patience, such as that witching hour before dinner. Kids will usually test the waters during this time because, you know, they're tired after a long day of school, most likely hungry, or they're just restless after having to be at their best during the day amongst teachers and peers. Continually remind yourself not to overreact to your child if he's pestering you for cookies before dinner or wants you to go out and run an errand, such as getting a new soccer ball for practice later that week. Instead of barking that you're busy and can't help him until after you get dinner fixed and on the table, see if you can catch yourself. Then offer up a few moments of your time, that undivided attention that kids crave, so at least he knows he's on your radar screen and he's not being pushed off until you're not busy. And then when you do catch yourself practicing a bit more patience, come on, pat yourself on the back and realize that you can continue this and instead of reacting with anger, Teach yourself to react with love and laughter. You'll feel better about how you interact with your kids, even when they're getting on your nerves. And at the same time, you'll be teaching your kids this valuable practice for themselves. What helps you to become a more patient parent? Share your thoughts with us in the comment section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty dash mommy, or post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page, or you can email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. Also, don't forget to visit my family-friendly boards at pinterest.com slash mightymommyqdt. And I hope you'll sign up for the upcoming Mighty Mommy newsletter, which is going to be chock full of practical advice to make your parenting life easier and a lot more enjoyable. I hope you and your families have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening. And until next time, happy parenting. Happy parenting.